Oh yeah, hit it with her girls. Started from the top. Oh, shoe curse, and that is exactly what we did. Goodbye, curse. Yes, yes, yes. We finally did it. We have broken the curse. It is over the FFL tour. The list is officially on the board. We got a win last week. Justin Thomas, 20 to 1. 25 bucks paid. 525. We did it, boys. Here we go. The list is about to start an absolute heater just in time for the Masters. Love to see it. It was great to get on the board. And congratulations to the winner, the guy who has Justin Thomas. That is the Bermuda Bluefins, Joel Neal. Last year's FFL Tour champion gets his first W of the year at the Players' Championship. The fifth major goes to the Bluefins. Congratulations again, JT. Love you. Thank you very much. Thanks for getting that Bet365 account up. We needed it. We love to see it. No more each ways, boys. We're going for the dubs. And this week is the Honda Classic. Honda. Absolute beast of a course. This is going to be a battle for the boys. And not a lot of the top dogs are going, so we're going to have to go fishing for some long shots. And I got to have my partner in crime, Carrie Beal, a.k.a. B2, the guy who was a part of the first list win. He's coming back to make it two for two. So before we go to that, I guess we got to do a little recap of the standings. I would like to avoid those right now, but hey, I'm going to do them. For you, the listener. In first place, we still have the Buffalo Bush Boys. Just a clinic they are putting on right now. Thanks to the Fireball Freaks giving them extra picks. It has been an absolute joke for the Bush Boys. They are up to 17 and 40 points. 1,740 points for the Buffalo Bush Boys. Good God. Second place is the Dallas Diesel Weights. They have 1,260 points. Jeez, great start for the D Weights, too. You love to see it. And in last place, because I said I would mention it every week, it is the Las Vegas Freebirds. See, you can't bring me down, boys. I got the list winning, so I'm pretty happy. My team, complete joke, though. Gave up my second round pick last year, and it has not worked out because one, not having a second-round pick is tough, but when your third-round pick is playing like a waiver-wire guy, Cameron Champ, going to need you to turn it around. Only holding on to you at this point because you are playing in the Masters for sure. Probably just going to give me a dash 40 in that one, but hey, I'm holding on. God, that's been brutal. My fourth-round pick was Tiger. Love you, Tiggs. Obviously, that has not worked out, and the waivers have just been up and down. It has been a nothing. So I am at zero points. That is right. I am 1,740 points behind the leader. And you know what they call that, boys? They call that the start of a comeback story. That's right. Who needs to spot the league 1,700 points more than me? I'm coming. It's not over yet. 
We're on our way back, and we might as well get it started this week. So, let's get right into it. It is time for the Honda Classic. It is time for the list with B2 of the Arizona Big Red. Let's ride. All right, we are back. That is right. The winners are back. The list finally hit. Carrie Beal of the Arizona Big Red, welcome back to the podcast. How's it feel being a winner? Hey, well, I think I owe the credit to you. We wouldn't be, I wouldn't be here <laughs> if you didn't pick JT. So uh, I'm along for the ride, but uh, no, hey, back to back, baby. Yep, no. Uh, yeah, I, I, my guy won, but we were working together on the list. Um, you like some of the same guys I had and, uh, I had JT and it worked. So, Hey, we'll, we'll take it team effort on that one. So we'll get into this week, big tournament Honda classic. But before we get to that, we have the sir diesel top five this week where you're going to do top five sports video games. So I'm, I, I think you're going to go throwbacks, and I'm mostly going to go throwbacks, too. So let's get into it. Top five sports video games. What do you got? <laughs> sure. Uh, no particular order again. This is a weird one to, to <laughs> kind of navigate through, truthfully. But um, really quick, honorable mention, this is probably in your list. Yep. NHL 94. Nice. Um, first real, I guess, first sports video game Corey and I really got into. I remember yeah, playing it with our neighbors all the time. Um, but the list, I'll, I'll kind of zip through them kind of quick. Um, Blades of Steel. So number one for me, Blades of Steel. Um, just, I, I'll never forget that that <laughs> hockey game. You eat teams. You didn't really know, well, you knew what team you were just yeah. by based on the colors that they were. The fighting was epic. The yeah. music was probably better than the fighting. Yeah. Um, yeah, great game, Blades of Steel. Throw uh, NBA Street. Oh, nice. So NBA, <laughs> yeah, NBA. Man, I have so I have so many. On so do I have so too. many, too. But NBA Street did not make mine, and now I feel bad. I fucking love that game. I played it so oh, yeah. much. Like, so much. <laughs> great call on yeah. that one. That was good. Looking at my note, because I'm on speaker now to look at this note. Yeah. I was like... You know, big stretch. It was one of the first street games, period. And yeah. I just, I played the shit out of it. Yeah. Played the shit out of that game. Probably one of those ones that you just rented from Blockbuster. Yeah, exactly. Over over you never again. owned it. Never you never owned it. it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, great game, NBA Street. <laughs> yeah. Um, so kind of keeping along the same kind of theme. NFL Blitz, the oh, arcade yes. game, NFL yep. Blitz. Yep. Um, I have some fond memories of... You know, dumping a lot of money into the Oshawa, Oshawa Center Cineplex. Yes. NFL Blitz. I yep. play that game a lot more than uh, than I should have. But, yeah, that was an awesome game, I think. Awesome. In the future, I try to I try to find that arcade game and throw it in the basement or something yep. like that. I got that. a lot to say about NFL Blitz, so move. you can move on because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go after <laughs> that one. Uh, so then the last two. Um, Tony Hawk, Pro Skater 1 and 2. I awesome. Awesome. Either or, right? Yep. Those games were just so epic. You know, so many hours yep. playing that game, playing both of them for that matter. Um, but yeah, you know, I had never got into skateboarding, but no. if uh, it, it, that game, if there was ever going to be anything that got kids into skateboarding, it was that yep. game. I rebought that uh, game for PlayStation f- uh, 4 like a couple months ago. It's still sweet, still fun. Yeah. 
the remakes, right? I remember yeah. trying to, when everyone was trying about that. Yeah, the, they're yeah. good. And what's your number one? Number one, um, Tiger Woods. Yes. Any of them. I mean, yeah. hey, golf podcast, golf chat. Yeah. But Tiger Woods games were just so great. I'm pretty positive Corey and I had every year growing yeah, for up. Sure. So I can't, I can't single out a year. Yeah. Um, I remember 14 being really good. Yeah. I remember uh, whatever one had DMX as the opening song was, yeah. was unreal. Yeah. Like somewhere like mid 2000s. Um, when no, Tiger was dancing with the club. It. Yep. Uh, no, that's great. All right. Let's go into mine then because I got a couple of the same ones as yours. Honorable mention since you did it, I got a few. Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball for Super Nintendo. Unreal game. Ken Griffey was the only real uh, baseball player in the game and the rest were made up, guys. Loved it. Every time you had Ken Griffey, you hit a home run. So perfect. MLB The Show, sticking with baseball. I think MLB The Show is probably the best sports game if you're like a massive baseball fan. Like it has absolutely everything in that game that you would want great game and then ufc we were doing ufc fights at the start of covid i love that game there's there's never a bad time when you get two guys playing a ufc game and just going to war so great game that was great yeah uh my five though my top five number five i'm going wrestling wcw versus nwo revenge for nintendo 64 by far the best wrestling game of all time royal rumbles all the time with moke in his basement or other guys when they come <laughs> over um you could use a bat if you were staying and just beat guys in the head with that. So WCW, NWO Revenge, awesome game. Number f- uh, four for me, not NHL 94. I had NHL 99 because the Big E was on the cover, and he's my favorite ath- uh, hockey player. So love that one. I actually used to play that one on the computer. I was a computer hockey guy. Had the, uh, had the little remote, though, for the computer. It was sick. Just... Uh, just so you guys know, NHL 99, Jeff Nickerson on the wing of Eric Lindros, 116 goals in 82 games. What a season. What a season. Um, number two or number three, I have NBA Live 2005. Great basketball game, but the biggest thing was the dunk competition. You could throw it off the jumbotron. You could bring stuff in. I don't even barely play the game. I would just play dunk comps every single day on that thing. And number two for me was Tiger Woods 2012, the Masters year. Because um, that was like the road to the show before that was even a thing. But it was road to the Masters, so you had to qualify for the Masters. And then you would just play the Masters course a thousand times every day. So, uh, And my number one, I'm going NFL Blitz for Nintendo 64. I love that game as a kid. That's what got me into football, really. So it made me a Vikings fan because Randy Moss was unbelievable in that game. Uh, I always picked the Vikings even before I really even knew anything about football. It was like 98. That's when I really got into football. So NFL blitz, killing guys after the whistle, throwing the bomb. Great game. So those are mine and yours. I think that was a pretty some good list there. We'll see if the guys have anything in the chat after this, but pretty solid, pretty solid. But it is time for the main event, the Honda Classic. Let's get into it. So it takes place at Jack's course. Um, it's the champion ch- championship course at PGA National. This is a short but mighty course. It's a par 70, just under 7,000 yards. Don't let the yardage fool you, though. Uh, this is one of the hardest courses on tour that is not a major. Um, it was rated the hardest non-major tour course five of the past eight seasons. So obviously it's got the famous bear trap, 15 to 17, which is very hard for these golfers. Um, 
It's going to be a tough week. Uh, the winning score is always low, so it's going to be a test. Uh, past winners, we had Sung J.M. last year, Keith Mitchell in 2019, Justin Thomas in 2018, Ricky in 2017, and Adam Scott in 2016. So uh, you got anything on the course? Because uh, it looks pretty yeah. tough. Yeah, you're right. I mean, not, not too much um, more than you mentioned. You know, air traps, 15 and 17, of course. There is about as tough a stretch on the front, you know, after reading more about it. Five, six, and seven is, is brutal, too. Yep. You know, just tight fairways, water everywhere, bunkers everywhere. Mm -hmm. These guys, they're really not getting a break at all, right, for the ones who have played the last few weeks. The courses seem to get more and more difficult, by and large, right? I mean, just yep. lots, of, lots of trouble everywhere. So it's going to be a mess, but it'll be a, a great mess. And, and then I saw one stat that was interesting. It was... Um, the green regulation rate here is about 5.4 than tour hours. So yeah. guys just, just can't hit the green here. No, it's super tough course. Like, I always remember watching the bear trap and thinking, oh, these... Uh, holes are pretty tough but now when you actually get into it it's like jesus christ this course no wonder the big boys skip this one like nobody wants to play it it looks pretty hard so we'll see probably a low score maybe maybe they'll make it a little bit easier but i doubt it jack likes to jack likes to challenge these guys so we might as well get right into the list uh hit us with your number five all right yeah so uh, we had a lot, uh, you know, texting leading up to this, but yep. I shouldn't say a lot, but a small handful of guys that we like together, so I'm sure we'll, we'll cover that off. Yep. A couple of key stats looked at uh, for this one, total driving and strokes and approach, I feel like that's every week. Yep. Um, and then I looked at, you know, as I texted you before, how they played in Hawaii, right? So shorter courses, windy, yep. you know, unpredictable conditions. So, um, in any event, number five on my list uh, of the Curtis Breeze is Keegan Bradley. Nice. He's been uh, playing really good golf lately. Yeah, yeah, he's playing pretty good golf this year. His staff line up well for this event. Seventh in stroke gained, or strokes gained approach, sixth in total driving. Um, if he can put a weekend together, he really hasn't put a weekend together all year. And he's, you know, he's, he's played okay. Um, his history here is not great. Right, yep. but he did finish tied fourth in you know 2014, so lots of miscuts. But he he's got the staff that kind of line up favorably heading into this uh, this event. So um, he's a, a long shot, 55 to one, 20 bucks would pay 11.20. So worth a look at number five. Yeah, nice. So yeah, I went a little deeper for my long shots. So we were talking about before. Uh, we did this, uh, just how many long shots have actually won here. So the, the names that I just listed off, none of those guys are really long shots. Maybe Keith Mitchell was probably pretty high, but we saw some 300 to one guys win this one. I'm not going that high because I feel like, uh, the books have, uh, fixed that. They're not going to let somebody that's 301 win this one, but I'm cutting that pretty much in half. I'm going with Harry Higgs of the Buffalo Bush boys, 140 to one. So... Harry played really well last week. He's obviously a FFL fan favorite. He's a great iron player when he's hot. Um, he can hit the ball straight, and he can start draining putts. He hasn't had a great year this year, but I really liked how he played last week. He kind of fell off on Sunday. But he's going to. he seems like a guy that is going to win on tour maybe once a year, maybe. but who knows. But I think this is a tough course. Kind of has that Sungjae vibe to him where... Uh, nothing gets gets him down or anything like that. I think he can rebound and he can put some birdies together. It is a massive long shot. I totally understand that. But 10 
on Harry Higgs, the Tito drinking bastard, pays fourteen ten. So <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah, yeah, you can't beat those odds. No. Who do you got for number four? Uh, all right, so number four is Brendan Steele, uh, the Aces. Nice, nice. Um, he, he's played pretty well here. So yep. he's doing some research, so he's uh, tied for 14th in 2017, tied for fourth last year. He's played pretty good this year. Yep. Uh, 10 of 13 cuts made, drives the ball pretty well. I think yep. he's just outside of the top 10 in total driving. Yep. Uh, and then he came, he came what, tied for fourth or, or top five at the Sony Open. Um, so again, yeah, it's had some correlation to guys playing well here at the Honda. So, yep. um, yeah, Brendan Steele, he's won a few tournaments, I think, about two or three, maybe four on tour. So, you know, he's proven he can do it. Uh, this is a field where he, he might be able to do that. So, uh, 40 to 1, 20 on Steele would pay 820. Yeah, nice. I liked it. I had Steele on my short list, so I was happy when he was on yours. So, glad you took him. Uh, yeah, I think he's set up nice for this course. He's played good this year, so why not? My number four, I'm going with another bomb. I just picked him up off waivers. Bert's going to send it out in a sec. But I am going with Johnny Vegas of the new Las Vegas Freebirds. So he uh, had a runner-up finish in Puerto Rico uh, just a couple weeks ago. His tee to green there was very good, which is huge here, like you said. Um, And that has paid off massive here. He has had a really good course record at PGA National as well. He's seven for eight on cuts and he had a t4 in 2017 among three top 20s so he plays really well at this course um i sent a uh, tweet that was sent about him last week that he was just draining putts from absolutely everywhere um so why not again this week he keeps the ball straight and he can go low so let's go low johnny for the vegas freebirds 15 on johnny pays 12 15 these are bombs. Uh, yeah. Bombs. yeah. Yeah, he's one of those guys. Well, he's probably got three wins on tour, right? And he's one of those guys that pops up out of nowhere and just yeah. puts up a ridiculous number. Yeah. Right, but... I like him at this course. He's got really good stats here, and I've all I keep... He's... I gotta have Johnny Vegas on the Freebirds at some point, so why not now? Let's go. <laughs> yeah, um, that's, that's true. Good and point. I need anything right now for the Freebirds. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Who do you got at number three? Uh, so it's funny. Funny that you, you made that stat there with with Vegas, um, because the next guy I'm picking has only one miscut in eight appearances here. Nice. Uh, Russell Henley yep. of the Blue Fins. So, yeah, seven of eight here at PGA National. Um, he won in 2014. Yep. Uh, last three years, he's went 24, 20, and eight. Um, he's Russell Henley's one of those guys to me that just flies under the radar. Oh, yeah. He's pretty solid. Um, he's Charles Howell. He just he just makes money all the time, and you never talk about him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, he's a couple top fives already this year. He came uh, just outside top ten at Sony. Yeah, you know his stats line up pretty well. So sixth in strokes gained approach. So if he can if he can keep the driver you know under control this week, I like him. Yeah, I mean, one. That's pretty good. So one guy I look at for um, when I'm looking on Twitter about for stats and stuff. This one guy that I follow, he had uh, Henley as his top guy for all of his. Uh, he does a lot of analytical stuff for golf, and he had Henley as his number one guy for this tournament. So great pick there. Nice. Yeah. So uh, twenty. He's uh, twenty to one. So twenty pays. 580. That's a pretty good number for a guy who historically has played pretty well here. Yeah. And, and I think he was, yeah. yeah. And, his, and proven he can win on tour. All right. 
Uh, that's a good one. My number three, I'm going with Matt Wallace of the Fireball Freaks. He is 66 to one, another bomb. Um, he's a great iron player though. He has a T20 here and he finished 18th his last time out at Bay Hill where his putter was absolutely on fire. Uh, he seems like a guy who should win a little bit more. Um, he plays really well in majors. Uh, like I said, great iron player. Should be able to keep it straight on this course. And if that putter stays hot, he's a guy that I think fits really well for this course. I like everything that I'm reading about him. So Matt Wallace of the Fireball Freaks. 15 on him pays $1,005. You've, we've got both ends of this covered now. You're taking the bombs, and my next picks are, are on the other end. So I think we've we, we've got it we've got it covered yep. pretty well. Go ahead. So so number two yep. um, is I'll say your boy, although he's a Bush boy, uh, Joaquin <laughs> Neiman. Yes, at, already bet him. Playing, <laughs> <laughs> playing playing awesome golf. Uh, a couple seconds this year, and set at the century in, in Sony. Third in driving, awesome ball striker. Yep. I, I mean, one of those, when we talked through this before and, and texted him, I mean, he, had to, he has to be on the list. He has to be on the list. Be, yep. you know, one of the top three, we have to include him. Um, he's only played this course twice, but uh, who cares, right? Yeah, I mean, but he also just recently moved there, I read too, like in the area. So I guess he's been playing it a little bit more. Not his home course or anything, but he's played it. And his whole family is going to be there, I guess, this week too. And uh, his whole family was there in Hawaii also um, when he went like super low that whole week so or two weeks in a row. So, I mean, hey, we'll take it. Anything. Give us a W. That's right. So, there you go. I yeah, love that pick. There's a couple of the reasons to pick him. So, yeah, I mean, number two for me, uh, 20 to 1. 20 bucks pays 420 on even. Yeah, perfect. And my number two, I have Shane Lowry of the Miami Vice, the Irish Santa, 28 to 1. Um, he is a superb fit for this course. T to green specialist. Um, he obviously navigates wind well. Uh, you've seen where he's won. Um, he's gone three for three here. His personal best was a T21 last year. He's off a solo eighth at the players. He looked great last week. I love when Lowry's hitting it straight and on TV. The guy is fun to watch. He can drain birdies. Um, I think he can eat this course up. I really like him this week. 28 to one. Uh, I got 20 on the Irish Santa. That pays 580. Nice. And, and if you want to laugh, if you if you want a good laugh after the snicker, yeah. uh, look up Shane Lowry's Wikipedia photo. <laughs> okay. just, just yeah, the Irish Santa. Yeah, you'll just laugh. I mean, it, it almost looks like somebody has edited his page. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's good. No, that's a good thing. He, he played well. He started out hot last week, did he not? Yeah. So, um, yeah, solid pick. Oh my God, he looks so young. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, that looks like a different person. Yeah, that's great. You got the wings going. Too. I'll text you who I think that looks like, but I'm not going to say it on you. <laughs> I, think, I was kind of maybe thinking the same thing, yeah. Um, okay. All right, number one. Okay. <laughs> so, number one, I guess it's another, uh, well, the favorite of the week. Big boy, uh, Daniel Berger of the Royals. Um Yep. They, again, one of the guys, we had to pick him, right? We, yep. You have to pick him. You can't leave him off this week. Uh, he's gone four of six here. He's come second and fourth. The, the guy is about as hot as it gets overall. Um, five top tens with a win in his last seven. Yep. So quite literally the hottest golfer outside of DeChambeau right now. Um, I, I did read one interesting stat. So we talk about 
to bear trap 15 to 17, how difficult that stretch is. Yeah. And really how difficult the back nine is. Um, Berger leads the tour this year in back nine scoring average. So, you know, He's got to he's got to pull that out of his hat this week. Play well on the back nine, and I think that uh, the, the the odds and obviously he's the he's the favorite for a reason, eleven to one. But um, best golfer here by a long a, a mile, yeah. even right. So, yeah, if he's if he's but, healthy, uh, if he's healthy, you should win this one. You're a top player in the world. Absolutely. You're by far the best player here. If you're good to go, there's no reason he shouldn't win here. So he's from yeah. here too. I mean, he's going to have family. He's going to have everybody around. So as long as he doesn't withdraw, I mean, he should. there's no real excuse. He should be able to play because there's no reason he would play this week if he was hurt at all with the stretch of golf that's coming up. He's going to play in the He's going to play in the WGC. He's going to play, obviously, the Masters now. So you don't want to be unhealthy for that to play at the Honda. No. So, no, why, yeah, why play a tough Honda course? Yeah. Tough PGA you know, National course? When you've got those coming up, yeah, so exactly. I'm sure he's good to go and, and ready to, to roll. So uh, he's eleven to one, right? I mean, yeah. huge, huge favorite. Twenty pays two forty. So. Yeah. So I went with bombs because I was going with another top guy too, and that way I can put more money on him because I really like him this week. I have Sung JM. I am back, Sung J. Here we go, baby, of the Vancouver Grizzlies. I got a win, so now it doesn't matter. Now you can win one for us, Sung J. 14 to 1. Winner here last year. He's a Florida swing beast. He's been playing really well these last few tournaments. If he can just put four rounds together, he wins. So he's he just seems to have that one round that just doesn't work. So right now, we need four rounds. He's obviously pretty uh, comfortable at this course. He took some time off before this. Usually, he's golfing 36 a day at every place he goes to. So I'm ready for it. Played well last week at the Players. I'm throwing 40 down on Sungjae, and it pays 600. So for me, my lowest paying out is 580. So that would be very nice. Any of these guys, but I'm really, I really feel good about Sungjae. I think this is a big week for him. I think he can go back-to-back easily. So I love our list. We got 10 guys that are great. If anybody withdraws, we both you got a backup. I know that you're going to throw in there. So I think we're good to go. Um, let's get into the extra bets. You got any? Oh, I, you know what? I didn't even look at it. I did not look at the extra bets, except those two top 10s. Maybe I'll just say those here. Let me pull up our text. Cause yeah, yeah, you the did. Uh, did not make my list. Were yeah, the, the two uh, you didn't have. The top 10s. So fire off your five, five. All right, I got my top 10s. I'm going with Taylor Gooch. He was the last guy that held off my list. Uh, plus 300 for a top 10. Um, his around the green and uh, was just unbelievable last week, but his iron play wasn't the best. That's the only way I, reason I st- took him off my list. But I still like him if he go, gets hot for a plus 10 at plus 300. Uh, my next plus 10 is a free bird. It is uh, Henrik Norlander. Um, all the stats and everything I've been reading, he sets up perfectly for this course. Uh, really good, really straight off the tee, and he can bomb him if he needs to. So Norlander plus 800. And then my last one, I'm going with the old boy, Jimmy Furyk, plus 1,100 for a top 10. He is a horse of this course. Plays great here. Uh, he's actually got some really good stats this year. Uh, he's already got two 20-place uh, finishes. Uh, Jimmy. Bring it down for us for a top 10, plus 1,100. I'll take that. Um, so who are your plus two? Yeah, sorry, who was who your second one? I missed it. Gooch, Newland, uh, Norlander, and oh, Fjord. Yeah, Norlander, right. Yeah, so the, the two that I had on the list that didn't quite make the cut, 
uh, first one was Patton Kazir. Yes, nice. So looking looking through stats and, and just really his, his year so far this year, yep. um, he played, I mean, he's, he's made a lot of cuts. He hasn't finished well, yep. but his stats lined up pretty well. So he didn't make the list. He's plus 650 for nice. a top 10. So, yep. I mean, you know, pretty good odds. Obviously, an outside shot at it. Um, but, you know, stats indicated he could have a pretty good week. Second one, almost made the, the list um, playing fairly well. Chris Kirk, yes. he is plus 350. Um, he scores out fairly well or positions himself fairly well in both uh, stats that we're looking at or I was this week. Yep. He's played half decent recently. Uh, with a couple, Well, he had what, a top 10 a couple of weeks ago there. So um, that's not bad. Plus three fifty nope. for, for Kirk. I didn't look at too too many others. So people really love people there. love Kirk this week, so I'm down for that one for sure. All right, I got uh, three more. Um, first round leader. I did two two guys that play really well here that I like them, but they they never put rounds together. They usually start hot and then they kind of tail off. So first, I have Wyndham Clark of the Dallas Diesel Weights, sixty to one for first round leader. Great stats here. Um, he's playing good golf lately. Blew up last week, but hey. Wyndham sixty to one for just first round leader, and then I have Harold Varner the third eighty to one for first round leader. Another guy that's played well here, and he can always get off the hot starts, and then he just falls off like always. So both those guys put a little bit down on them for first round leader, and then this one, people aren't going to like it. Probably not even a smart bet, but the wheels got to come off sometime. Miscut Lee Westwood plus two hundred. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're probably right. I mean some point but that that how he's playing right now is not sustainable or yeah. we'll find out you know somebody has taken over lee westwood's body and uh, <laughs> yeah. to play pga tour caliber golf but yeah no he's been un- he's been unreal as so. soon as as soon as he was done sunday battling it out he flew to augusta played augusta with his son probably had a couple drinks at hooters hung out probably got into the honda wednesday i would think played one practice round and then he's going to get to go like Hey, he could. It couldn't matter. It might not matter at all, and he'll just throw it up my hoop. But hey, I'm going to take the chance. I thought I looked. I always look at the the top of the board and who sticks out as a guy that just doesn't fit up there. And I think Lee, as the fourth favorite to win a golf tournament in the United States of America, is a bit much. So I'll take him plus two hundred to miss the cut. Yeah, not bad. Hey, looking at the matchups right now, uh, knowing that you took Matt Wallace. Yeah, he's plus a hundred yeah. against Poulter. Yeah, I like that one bad. too. I was gonna, I was gonna throw that in there, but I didn't want to just stroke off the freaks all day. So, but I'm probably gonna bet that one plus 100. And there was another one that I like too, but uh, I don't have it here. So whatever, that's enough bets for now. Um, I think we gave everybody something. Oh, Brandon Wu, uh, picked up by the Curtis Breeze. I asked the Breeze about it because he knows everything about college golf, and he was saying Wu is a top player, uh, really good at Stanford. Uh, his first two, uh, appearances on tour was two top 10. So he's doing pretty good. He finished T seventh in Puerto Rico. Um, so Wu is minus one Oh five versus Luke list. So I would jump on that one. I think Wu's pretty nasty. I started reading up more about him and watching some stuff after I talked to Kurt and yeah, he's, he's very good at golf. So let's jump on that one. I saw when he was in the field, like I must've read an article you know what yesterday yeah. um that he's just going off on the the kft this yeah this he's year, a corn so. for a tour beast i know <laughs> and so, another yeah, like I, I asked kurt about it because i was going i always go through the list and just see like 
uh, of like the betting odds and see who pops out as like who shouldn't be there or who should and I, I was like Brandon Wu like he's down he's got better odds than some guys that we all know about like really know about so I was like I gotta yeah. ask Kurt who the hell is this guy but yeah um so I'm gonna take him in a matchup and I'm definitely going to take that Wallace one over Poulter you're welcome freaks all right I think that's good I think we got a lot in there um let's get another winner yeah, okay, let's do it. Let's and then go. The, uh, and, then, and then the pod changes names. <laughs> <laughs> the free bird and the banana take over the tour. <laughs> All right, good luck, and let's get another one. All right, brother. Later.